to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. I want to welcome you this morning. Thanks for being here. I appreciate so much you being here. I want to say a special welcome to our online audience. Uh, we have a very, very faithful church that joins us online and we're grateful that you joined us and that you're with us. I want to wish each of you and your family a happy Memorial Day weekend. I uh, can't say enough for the men and women who laid their life down for this country to give us what we have today. Um, and I can't say enough about it. I had two grandfathers, uh, my mom's dad and my dad's dad, that uh, uh, served the military. Uh, my mom's dad came home, and my dad's dad did not come home. And so I understand what that sacrifice is and what it means. And so I'm grateful for the men and women who have done that for us. And on this Memorial Day weekend, we can't say thank you enough for what we have. So um, this morning, um, I simply titled this message, Summer of Love. You'll figure it out in just a little bit. Uh, So it is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, It is the unofficial, basically, start of summer. Uh, Once Memorial Day weekend hits, it's kind of... Uh, Memorial Day kind of kicks off summer, and it kind of runs summer really from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Now, the official date for summer, if you're technical in here, because some of you are like, it's really not the official start of summer. I'm well aware of that. I said the unofficial start of summer, amen? June 21st, if you're technical in here, is first day of summer. I get that. But it will be very hot way before June 21st, okay? So it is summer. Uh, School is out. And summer has begun, and it's a beautiful, wonderful time of the year. Uh, some of you say summer is the best, all right? Paxton Watley would say summer is the best. It is great. I love summer as well. Uh, it is a beautiful season, a wonderful season. Uh, so I want to look at summer a little bit with the message. It's a little bit of fun. I want to play on a word, uh, play on something just a little bit. But, but look at the seasons that God made. God made all four seasons. Every one of them has beauty in their own. They're all gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're just like him. And that's the beauty of the seasons. So you look at October. I mean, you look at autumn. Autumn is my favorite, okay? That's a, it's up for debate, I know. Uh, but autumn is my favorite. I think I think everything about autumn is beautiful. I love the words and the colors and everything. People are thankful. People are grateful. I think people are nicer in October, okay? Uh, I'm a pie guy, and pie is all about fall, amen? I'm not a cake guy. I'm not, 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 not none of that stuff. Cupcakes, that's a rot, grow hair on my counter. I'm not eating that stuff, all right? But a pie, I'm gonna tear a pie up, all right? But, but I love autumn. Autumn is beautiful, has a beautiful season to it very thankful, kind of has a a backdrop of Jesus and his thankfulness and his gratefulness. Uh, Winter, we know winter, uh, Christmas, the birth of Jesus. uh, We love that. It has a kind of a Jesus kind of theme to it. Uh, You look at spring, while you're looking for the living among the dead, he is not here, amen. He is risen, 
Amen? So Easter, we have Easter in the spring, and we love that. And so you're like, where is the Jesus emphasis in the summer? Well, the summer people say, freedom! All right? Yeah, I get freedoms in the Bible, and freedom is all about Jesus, but I'm going to tell you something. There's some freedom about summer I don't need to see. You been with me? I'm like, okay, that's too much freedom. I need a freedom cop over here. All right? You're going to have to cover that up. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. that I get freedom. I, I understand freedom. I love you, brother. That's beautiful. God bless you. You're showing it off. But I'm just telling you, you're going to stunt some small children's growth over here if you don't get some of that stuff covered up. So can I get somebody to cover that dude up? I mean, there, there's a beauty about it, okay? Freedom, it's a, it's a biblical word, but that, that's a whole different that's a whole different vein, amen? So summer is beautiful. So I wanna look at summer today, beauties of summer, dangers of summer, because we have them, okay? So here's the beauty of summer. Summer people love this. Beauty of summer, there's no schedule. Some of y'all are like, amen, no schedule. Vacation, no schedule, you love it, okay? The danger of summer, <laughs> no, no schedule, <laughs> amen? No schedule. If vacation, okay? People are like, I work all year for vacation. They spend that money in like one week. I'm like, gone, just gone. Now I gotta go back to work, pay for my vacation, all right? So no schedule, all right? Beauty of summer, longer days, amen? Longer days. Dude, I'm, you got children at home for the summer, you mow at 9.30. They make you mad like at nine o'clock at night, like crank the mower, dude. It's nine o'clock. Sorry, we're, we're accounting from mountain time. It's still sunny outside. You mow till 10 o'clock, all right? Just go mow, all right? Some of y'all are like, I'm, I'm using that this summer. That dude get on my nerves. He's going to be mowing at 9 o'clock, all right? You got longer days, amen? Long days. I mean, you'd be outside forever. Dangerous summer, <laughs> longer days. Just longer days. I mean, longer days mean what? You got to have to feel something, find something to do in them longer days. I think longer days is a teenager's worst nightmare because... When a teenager gets bored, you know what stops? Their brain. Every time. I, I, you, here's how you know that. They do something, and you go up to them, you're like, dude, what were you thinking? Why did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Bored. Jump off a house onto a trampoline into a swimming pool. You don't have that thought in January. Anybody ever think about that in January? No, summer, July, bored, ain't got nothing to do, hot, brain cells frying like an egg, turn them over. What do, what do you think that two-story trampoline into the pool? That's all great and everything. If you hit the water, you hit the edge, you're like, oh, dude, you're messed up. Right? I'm just telling you, you, longer days create just boredom, man. I guarantee you, before July 4th gets here, your teenager will say, I'm bored promise you. That's why they make mowers. Just telling you, I just mowed yesterday. Good. Then you should see your lines. Just follow them, all right? <laughs> Sorry. Y'all like, that's the meanest pastor I ever met. I'm just telling you, they get bored, all right? Beauty of summer, outside a bunch, outside a bunch. You live outside in the summer, and the beauty of our climate in the summer is the nights cool down. You go east, Lord. You don't have to shower if you just go in the garage. I'm just telling you, it doesn't cool down. I mean, you get up in the morning, it's 86 degrees. That's 14 degrees from 100. It's going to be a long day. I'm just telling you, all right? Outside a bunch. Dangerous summer? <laughs> Outside a bunch, all right? 
you're outside a bunch, all right? Beauty of summer, time with family and friends. That's a great time, isn't it? Family and friends, beautiful time, all right? Gather, back porch, cook out, swimming pool, you know, all that good stuff. Dangerous summer, too much time with family and friends. <laughs> when school start? Sorry, it's only June. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that that's the, it has a beauty and it has a curse of it as well. Beauty of summer, we love this one, spontaneity. Amen, spontaneity. I mean, nine o'clock, let's go to Sonic. What other time of the year would you go to Sonic at nine o'clock? And what are you getting? Coke float, man. You ain't, you're gonna lose your yellow bikini figure if you keep doing that. I'm just saying to you. Spontaneity is beauty. Dangerous summer? Spontaneity, amen. I mean, not everything you think about is a good idea. I mean, I mean the spontaneous of that is a, is a wonderful thing. So I wanna make a challenge to you as a church. Part of it, being a pastor, you, did, you just gotta, sometimes you gotta call your church up, okay? You just gotta speak into them, you just call them up, all right? So I wanna make a challenge to you as a church this summer. Now, this, this challenge, obviously, I, I know this, it's very dangerous. It's a dangerous challenge, all right? You're like, I can't even believe you'd make this challenge to us, Pastor. I mean, I thought you loved this. This is a big challenge. It's a big challenge. I'm gonna make it to you because I believe in you, all right? It's a little bit scary, all right? It's a little bit crazy if you, if you really wanna know it, all right? It's not, listen to me, the challenge that I'm going to make to you is not a popular choice. It would not be recommended to do this, all right? It would not, I promise you. No doubt it is a big challenge. So the question is, are you brave enough to accept the challenge? Are you brave enough? Are you man enough? Are you woman enough? Are you a big enough man to accept the challenge? Are you a big enough can't say, are you a big enough woman? <laughs> you cannot say you're a big enough woman. Okay, are you woman enough to, make, to take the challenge, okay? It will be life-changing for you, I promise you. You take this challenge and you implement the challenge that I'm gonna put before you, it will change your life. It won't even just change your life, it'll change other people's lives too, I promise you. It'll probably change your marriage, it'll probably change your home. You take the challenge, all right? But before we get there, we need to go to the Bible, right? I want you to turn to Revelation. You're like, oh, Lord, help. My pastor's about to give me a challenge, and he wants me to go to Revelation. That scared you to death right there, boy. Revelation chapter 2. I want you to go to Revelation chapter 2. Hang on to that thought about the challenge that's coming your way. Revelation chapter 2. I want you to look at verse 2. Revelation chapter two, verse two, all right? Should be easy to find where you're at, all right? I know your deeds and your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be an apostle, but are not, and have found them false. Verse three, you have persevered and have endured hardship, for my name, and, I have, and you have not grown weary. Yet, I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the heights from which you have fallen. 
repent and do the things you did at first. One of the things about summer is spontaneity. One of the things about summer is no schedule. See, if you look at this text, the verses above verse five, in my margin of my Bible, I wrote busy church. The church is out doing a whole bunch of stuff and it's good stuff and it's fun stuff and it's enjoyable stuff. But in doing all the stuff, Jesus said, here's what I hold against you. Lost your first love. Lost your first love. We're not human doings, we're human beings. We're supposed to be with him. So my word to the church is, don't get so busy this summer that you lose your summer love, your first love. You can get sloppy in the summer. You can stay up late. I need, it's 11 o'clock. I didn't even know it. Right. You can stay and sleep, sleep in or get up tired. You get out of routine. You get out of schedule. All the stuff up until to Memorial Day, you were rolling in your walk with the Lord. I can tell you this. You get sloppy in the summer and everything that God has done up to this point, it just fizzle out on you. And you're like, man, I can't wait for Labor Day. I got to get back in the routine. No, don't get out of the routine. Don't lose your first love. Once you go back to John, look at John 15. Go to John 15. John 15, verse 1. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse five, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That's true even in the summer. You can lose your intimacy and your fellowship and your first love with Jesus because you're in a season where it's just kind of free and easy and spontaneous and no schedule and you get sloppy. Who waits on you to get sloppy is the enemy. And when you get sloppy, he will come and steal and kill and destroy. That's what he does. I want you to go to your, back to Ephesians Go to Ephesians real fast for me. And then we're gonna go back to John, so don't lose John, all right? Go to Ephesians chapter five. Look at verse 17 and 18. Therefore, remember what I always taught you about therefore in the Bible. You always wanna ask, what's that therefore, therefore, all right? Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what God's will is. That's interesting. People always wanna know what God's will is. Well, here it is, okay? Here's an aspect of it. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Spirit. You ever seen anybody drunk? Mm-hmm. Slurred speech, can't really walk, 
all right? Can't recognize their own car, can't recognize their own people, all right? You can see them. Somebody that's filled with the Spirit of God should give off the appearance that they're filled with the Spirit of God. You should be able to tell somebody that is filled with the Spirit of God, just like you can tell somebody that's drunk. That dude looks like they're drunk. That dude looks like he's filled with the Spirit, man. His speech is different. His walk is different. Everything about him is different. Why? Because he's filled with the Spirit of God. He says, I don't want you to be drunk on wine. That leads to stupid things. I want you to be filled with my spirit. Woo. So it'd be filled with powerful things. Man, what we need today is people that are not what? Drunk. No. We need people filled with the spirit of God. And let me tell you something. This summer, you got to be filled with the spirit of God. You get sloppy and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to go brain dead like a teenager in the summer because they're bored, all right? And then they ask you why you did it. You say, oh, no, all right? Lord, help, don't know. That's the worst answer in the world. Go back to John. Look at John 16. This is the Spirit again, John 16. Look at verse 12. Jesus says, I have more to say to you. John 16, 12. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Woo, come on. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is to come. He will not speak on his own. He will only speak what the Father speaks, okay? Listen to me. What we need today is more people walking in the spirit and walking in truth. The truth is going to win. The truth is being declared big and wide and open. But too many believers are so believers call believers, they can't even see the truth or walk in the truth because they're not filled with the Spirit of God. They're out there getting their chili smoked every single day. There's a bunch of Wolf brand chili cans just walking around doing life. They're getting smoked, man, I'm telling you. Because what's right in front of them is truth, and they don't even see it. They're all clouded. You got to be filled with the Spirit of God, walking in the Spirit, so you can have the eyes to see the truth. The truth. James 4, 8 says this, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. That's a promise from God. God says, here, listen to me. Even in the summer, if you'll draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. He ain't going to break that promise. In Exodus 33, he says to Moses, he would come and meet with Moses. Moses said that, it is said in Exodus 33 that Moses would leave his tent and go out to what's called the tent of tent meetings. And when he sat down to meet with God, a cloud would come and meet with him. And then God would hear, Moses would hear from God and then go back and tell the people. Can I give you the challenge one more time? So here's the challenge I want to give the church this summer. I need the church this summer to have no sunscreen. No sunscreen. No sunscreen. No sunscreen. Jesus said, I became the word and dwelt among you. Jesus said, I became the word, became flesh. This is the word of God. This is the son of God. This is the living, breathing word of God. 
We don't need a sunscreen from this, okay? We need a sunburn from this, amen? We need the word of God burning in our lives. You know what this right here is? Everybody knows what this is. If you grew up as a child or you have children, you know what sunscreen is. Sunscreen protects us, all right, from the harmful effects of ultraviolet rays, meaning the sun can come and do damage to us, so we put sunscreen on. I've been on, sun, I've been on vacation before. I see little dudes running around the pool with them floaties on their arms and everything. I can't even tell what color that kid is. It looks like he done a fire hose of sunscreen. And mama did wore him out with sunscreen on his nose, cheeks, head, ears. I mean, he's just walking around like this and with sunscreen. I'm like, Lord, he couldn't get a sunburn. Ain't no way that kid gets sunburned. I mean, sunscreen all over him. Why? To protect him from what? The harmful effects of ultraviolet rays. Listen to me. I, I ain't got a lick of hair on my head. Shave it every night, all right? I used to have a Jeep. It, it, I, if I didn't put sunscreen on my head, if the light was too long red, it'd burn my head up, man. I'm like, I'm gonna run this thing. If it ain't gonna turn, I'm gonna run. I can feel my head getting hot. And I'm coming up to the next light and I'm like, Lord, please turn that sucker green. Because if it turns yellow, I gotta stop again. I ain't gonna make it. I ain't gonna make it. Officer, uh, do you know why you ran that red light? Yes, sir. Why you ran that red light? Officer, my head burning like an egg. You're gonna flip me over medium well because I'm just toasting my head, all right? People say, why do you take your top off your Jeep more? I said, because I burned my head at the red lights. I had to have a cap. I drive, no cap, stop, cap. Drive, I mean, if they try to catch me, that, the guy with the cap, I don't have a cap. I mean, they don't know who's in there. I'm gonna tell you, nothing hurts like your head. You burn your head, ooh, it hurts, man. Hurts, but there is something worse than getting burned on your head. Anybody been burned on the feet? Oh, Lord, burn the top of your feet. Anybody? I'm, you get in the shower, I, boy, you get in the shower, turn the water on, and you're like, oh, that ain't so bad. And then there is no way you can take a shower and not have water hit your feet. Amen? You're like, woo, woo, do you like Michael Jackson? You'd be dancing in that shower like, golly. I mean, you're like the Holy Spirit got a hold of you, and you run around the shower trying to stay away from the water. You, you can't. If it hits your feet, it hurts, man. It hurts. And then try to wear socks. Then go to bed. Anything touches it. You cannot go to work in a suit in flip-flops. It just ain't, ain't right. Ain't right, all right? Some people shouldn't wear flip-flops anyway unless you cut your toenails. But that's a whole nother story. I'm just saying to you, man, it hurts. Sunscreen on your feet keeps you from what? Burning your feet. Sunscreen on my head keeps me from roasting my noggin. We absolutely need absolutely zero sunscreen in our lives. We need to spend the summer with the, law, with the Lord. Why? Because just like when you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, it'd be evident that you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you because you're filled with the Spirit. You'll look drunk, but you're not drunk because what you really are is filled with the Spirit. You need more sunburn in your life. You need to let the Word of God burn your life so much that everyone that comes in contact with you can see the sunburn in your life. You don't need to put no sunscreen on because the ultraviolet rays from the word of God need to do their beautiful work in your life.
Don't put no sunscreen on this summer. You put sunscreen on to protect you from the sun? Uh Uh-uh. You put no S-O-N screen on so that all of the sun can bake on you because we need more of Jesus in our lives. Don't put sunscreen on this summer. Let it be that everyone that comes into contact with you this summer can tell that you've been spending time with the sun. Why? Because he's burned into you, man. He's burned into your conversation. He's burned into your thoughts. He's burned into the way you live life. He's burned in everything that you do, man. But everybody that comes around you knows that you've been with Jesus. Let me tell you what will happen this summer. You're going to go on vacation. You're going to go camping in the mountains. You're going to take your trailer somewhere and park it. And everywhere you go, God is already positioned that week for people to be around you. You don't know them, but you're about to know them. You think you're there by accident. You're not there by accident. Everywhere you go, there is always people set up by God. Why? Because God believes that in the month of summer that he created, that his people, his children would have sunburn in their life. That he would, they would so burn for Jesus that when he put them in a campground on an all-inclusive vacation place in Cancun, that people would be there the same week that need to be next to me and you. Why? Because they need to put a little bit of the sun that's burned into our lives into their lives. And you need to not take a vacation from these families that God puts around you, but you are so filled with the Holy Spirit of God that you see what God sees about them. You're gonna go camping. You're gonna go to the mountains. You're gonna go on vacation. You're gonna go to the beach. You can put sunscreen on your feet, keep you from burning up. But I'm gonna say something to you. We need less sunscreen, okay? Okay, we need less sunscreen, S-O-N. Man, we need more sunburn, amen. How many of you could use a little more sunburn this summer? Every one of us. Every one of us, do not in the beauty of summer, and it's no schedule, freedom. Just live however you want to, stay up late, whatever. Don't get all sloppy on me. Don't get sloppy on the Lord because some of the greatest things he wants to do in your life, he wants to do when you peer in and look into and dive into the word of God so that he can reflect back his image on you. He wants to burn himself into me and you so that when we walk out to our mission field, you know what? We look like him. We smell like him. We act like him. So I want you to do me a favor. When you go to Walmart or Target or wherever you go and you see a big old rack of sunscreen, let it remind you. Number one, put it on your head and put it on your feet, right? But number two, I don't need sunscreen S-O-N in my life. I need more sunburn in my life. So you're gonna have a summer full of sunscreen. Your wife will be like my wife. Don't forget your sunscreen on your head. Yes, baby. Hey, Jeff, pastor, don't forget. Don't forget. You need more sunburn in your life, buddy. So we don't want no sunscreen in our lives this summer. None. 
you want sunburn. And let me tell you something. You know what happens to us when we get a nice sunburn? We don't show it off. Okay? When God burns stuff into your life and people see it, you make sure you give the glory and credit back to him. You don't take that on yourself. Because your sunburn doesn't come from something you did. It comes from the Father burning himself into your life. So challenge to the church this summer, mm, go get sunburned, man. Go get sunburned. Less sunscreen, right? more sunburn for you and for me. I'm gonna invite you to stand, church. We're on the eve of summer, right? Lots of cooking out, lots of fun, a lot of pool, a lot of summer nights, beautiful, all right? You can get way out of schedule and real sloppy in the summertime, okay? You may not be a morning person. I may be looking at a bunch of them, all right? But the greatest time in the summer is in the mornings. It's the coolest time in the morning, too. Find a way to spend a little bit of time letting the sun burn himself into you this summer. If you save it to the end of the day, the spontaneity of people just dropping by the house or being interrupted or just crazy schedule going to Sonic at some unknown reason for 9.30 at night, okay? All right? But you'll miss out on what God has for you. All right? Right now, determine in your life that you're gonna be a man or woman that does not, does not sunscreen this summer and you're going to let the rays of the son of God burn in you man and let him do a work in you this summer right? let me pray over us father we love you I thank you for the church I thank you for all that you are doing in and through the church and God I thank you that the church is positioned for a great summer and God I pray that we don't get so busy doing summer we get so sloppy with no schedule and spontaneity that we leave you out of our summer, that we just coast until Labor Day, then we pick back up. But God, that we would spend time with the Savior this summer and let you burn you into us, God. We need more sunburn in our lives. We need you, man. So God, I'm praying that the church today does not apply sunscreen but it gets more sun burned this summer. And so God, I pray that you and you alone mm, would put us where we need to be and speak into our lives, God, that we would carve out time for the main thing, that we would keep the main thing, the main thing. God, we love you, we praise you, we thank you in Christ's name, amen. The altar's open, people up here to pray for you if you need prayer, but you come this morning as we sing together. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church of Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church of Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.